Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Kentucky revival at Asbury has now spread to six other states and 20 other colleges. The state Senate bans castration of transgender teens and Christian soldiers still being fired now have being accused of AWOL. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A great revival is breaking out at Asbury University in Kentucky, and it's been going on now, as of this report, for two weeks, nonstop, 24-7, thousands of people flocking from all over the country to the little university, the Christian school in Asbury. Fox News reports it is spreading, not just in Kentucky, but now six other states, 20 other colleges, and it continues to this day. According to a report by Nick Hall, who is a Fox News journalist who personally attended, I'm gonna read now his description of what he has seen. The students haven't stopped meeting for days. And Nick Hall also received now text messages from others around the country and they are using the word revival to describe what is happening in Asbury, Kentucky. They don't use that term lightly, but what is God doing there? It seems unprecedented. Mr. Hall saw over 2,000 students in one auditorium, which seats maybe only 1,500, and then it spread to a second auditorium and a third church. Uh, so many people coming now, they don't even have, have enough building space, as there are lines perhaps a half a mile long. One report had 25,000 people waiting in line for hours to try to get in. There isn't enough space for all the people that are coming to Jesus Christ with the spirit of repentance. And that's what I look for in gauging whether something is a revival. Are people repenting of sin? And apparently, yes. But now, it's spread not only from Asbury, Kentucky, but to the University of Georgia, the state of Minnesota, uh, Texas Tech University, Wisconsin, Iowa State, North Dakota State. These are secular universities that are now having similar meetings. Nick Hall has been an evangelist for over 20 years, has been trained by and traveled with people like Billy Graham and Luis Palau. And so when he saw what is happening in Asbury, it caught his eye and he had to go. Perhaps the highest percentage of responses are coming from the healing and redeeming message of Jesus Christ himself. This is not the first time that a revival has happened at Asbury. Back in 1970, a revival broke up in the same place in the Hughes Auditorium, beginning from the chapel, where it's not by any personal, any big evangelist, it's all led by students and little worship teams, some of them amateur, right? But everybody praying and repenting, uh, beginning now, uh, the, the first stage of it was for 144 consecutive hours. Why is it important to have a revival? 
well, the university's Christian already, right? But unless we have a revival, there's no love. And the revival brings love. And without the revival, we stay in our sin. We love pleasure rather than God. But now revival is God's method of revealing himself. And eyewitnesses there are saying it's like the presence of God is thick. It's like discernible. And it causes people to weep, even sitting in the back row, even sitting alone. People are just weeping for an hour at a time, confessing their sins to God and his, his presence is being poured into them. This sounds like the real deal. Here's some text messages that Nicole received, quote, the revival is still happening, four days and counting now. Well, that's when he got that and reported this. This, is, this has now been going on 14 days. So much so that the university officials are now beginning to put a schedule on it because they, they don't wanna have it 24 seven forever, uh, even though God may be, be uh, up to something in doing that. Uh, the Fox journalist, Mr. Hall, rep reported about his personal pilgrimage to Kentucky. Could this be real, he asked. What he found was shocking. Uh, there was a, an age of sensationalism encounters. You know, there's a lot of fake news out there, a lot of fake events. But what is happening at Hughes Auditorium, he says is incredibly simple. It's humble and it's actually ordinary. There aren't any single known or famous figures on the platform. It's the students leading the way along with a few campus ministers and it's raw worship. Let's go ahead and roll a clip of some of the sounds that you hear among the students in their encounter with the revival, the presence of God and the worship that you might hear. that kind of singing along with Bible reading and exhortation and true repentance, confessions are breaking out. People are going to the microphone and publicly confessing their sins, which is very humbling, right? It's, it's hard for someone to overcome that, but, but they don't want their sins anymore and God is breaking them and, and forgiving their sins. Some are crying out, the blood of Jesus forgives me. The altars there are full day and night. People whose faces are wet with tears not just young people, but old people, not just uh, black, white, or indifferent, uh, multi-ethnic, multi-racial, multi-generational, and the crowds keep coming. The journalist did not want to leave, but had a burning desire that he needed to get that back to his house. When he left, there were 5,000, now reportedly up to 25,000. Traffic jams, hungry souls, filling four venues now, four buildings, and the front lawns of the campuses because the buildings can't hold them. 20 other college campuses have now had meetings. New doors are opening and God is on the move. Jesus is on the move, his love is here, says Nicole, the journalist with Fox News. Our thanks to Nick for that report. Boy, I am so excited to hear about 
Isn't this what we've been praying for? We pray for revival. And here are some of the other cities now, uh, we're gonna list these where the revival has been breaking out. First it was in Asbury, and then a church called The Ramp, Jackson Georgia High School, Cedarville University, Ohio Christian University, Lee University, Bethel Austin, uh, that's in Texas, Park Hill, Missouri, Indiana Wesleyan, The Gate, Charlotte, North Carolina, Kingsway, Birmingham, Alabama, Kings to Kingdom Life in Waterville, Maine. There's a revival happening in Israel and Uganda. It's now international. University of Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky Christian, and Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas. Uh, that's on top of the six universities that Fox News reported. So now uh, I'm doing the math here, 24 different colleges. Uh, international revival, it continues to spread. What does the Bible say about revival? In my opinion, and, and I've studied my PhDs in Pentecostal theology, right? I've studied some of the old time revivals. A revival is simply this, when God's glory descends and rests among his people. There are certain places, certain times, certain groups of people where suddenly God is present. And I know he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, but when, you can, when, when humans can sense and, and begin to weep in repentance at the, the powerful and revealed presence of the hidden God, the revelation is multiplied and people's lives are changed forever. Isaiah had this experience in Isaiah 57, the Bible says, for thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones, that is God's kind of revival. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we join in your spirit of revival and we join with the students uh, who are leading the songs and, and Father, we repent. I repent, Father, as a nation. Uh, Father, we repent and we return to you and we ask you to forgive our sins. God, pour out your spirit of revival in us and let it grow and grow and grow until all of America is changed, all of the world is changed and our hearts become your dwelling place that you live and profess and reveal yourself in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, there's a state senate banning transgender surgeries. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. This is Dr. Miles Jones. I want to invite you to go on a journey to the real Mount Sinai, the one described in Psalm 24. Who shall ascend the Mount of the Lord? Psalm 24 is an invitation from Yehovah himself to join him at the real mountain of God in Midian, Arabia. The B'nai Imana Institute has a narrow window of opportunity to take a film crew to preserve the evidence of the Exodus. In this video series, we will be there on site to analyze the evidence, both old and new. I was honored to translate the inscriptions found at Mount Sinai and published in the writing of God, which helped bring to the world the existence of the real Mount Sinai. Now in this TV series, 
we will report to you directly on location. There has been a steady stream of new inscriptions from the younger generation of Exodus documenters. The Saudi government is now permitting us to go to the mountain of God in Arabia. Help us to seize the day before this door closes. There are two ways to contribute. You can join us on the Mountain of God Tour, March 6th through 12th, 2023. Go to the Writing of God website for more information. Or you can support the production of this TV series with your gift so that we can bring it directly to you. Shalom. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yep. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God or write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story also comes from Fox News. Reports, the Tennessee State Senate is now banning castration surgeries for transgender teenagers. The State Senate passed a bill prohibiting medical providers from offering transgender transitioning surgeries and permanent chemical castration of teenagers. The legislation passed Monday on a party line vote 26 to six. Every Republican voting for the bill and every Democrat voting against it. The prohibition includes no more puberty blockers, hormone treatments, or transgender surgeries for teenagers who are not yet of the age of majority. Well, that makes sense to me. Doctors, if they violate this proposed law, could lose their medical licenses. Republican State Senator Jack Johnson, who sponsored the bill, said the measure was crafted to protect children. He said the following quote, it helps the minors, the minor children who otherwise might be subjected to surgical procedures that remove body parts or being prescribed medications that make permanent changes to a child's body, end quote. Opponents of the bill argued the government should not be involved in banning surgical or chemical castration of confused teenagers. For example, Democrat Heidi Campbell said the following quote, this isn't a decision that should be made by the government. It's something that should be left to people and families to make with their medical providers, end quote. Johnson said the transgender children's mental health care should be prioritized over these kinds of treatments. But the bill is currently going now to the Tennessee State House, where there will be a debate on the measure before holding a vote. 
It has promised a quick signature by Republican Governor Bill Lee. He says, quote, he's looking forward to working with the General Assembly to pass legislation that protects Tennessee children. And that's the news. Our thanks to Fox News for that report. Uh, let's contrast, right? The Christian environment where teenagers are worshiping God to the Democrat environment where teenagers are cutting off their private parts. We like to discern the spirit, the, the non-human spirits on this show. Which, which of the first two stories do you think you see the spirit of God and which story do you see the spirit of the demonic, destructive? I'll let you decide. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 23, he that is wounded in the stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Christian soldiers being fired and then accused of being AWOL. This is PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our third story today comes from WorldNet Daily and our friend, Peter LaBarbera, that Christian soldiers, having been fired for their religion, are now being accused of AWOL for not showing up to work. I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. But hundreds of National Guardsmen whom Joe Biden fired from the military for the religion and for resisting the vaccine mandate which violates their religious beliefs, are now being recalled and accused of having been AWOL if they don't return. For example, one 20-year-old man got a letter 
from the government. He was serving in the US Army National Guard in his particular state, and he was forced out of the guard, like kicked out, fired, sent home, because he refused the government mandated COVID vaccination based on his religious beliefs. Well, now he's getting a different memo in the mail. For the US Army is not just inviting him to return to duty, but commanding him that if he doesn't return, he will be considered absent without leave. A-W-O-L is the acronym for, you didn't show up to work today, soldier. You're gonna be subject to court-martial proceedings. The bizarre memo is dated February 1st. Uh, we're gonna show a copy of it here. It, it comes after Congress had compelled the US Armed Forces to end their vaccination mandate. It caught the attention of conservative journalist Daniel Horowitz, but it really was initiated from the top down by not just Joe Biden, but Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who finally obeyed Congress by rescinding the vax mandate after our organization sent tens of thousands of petitions and generated probably a thousand phone calls into the office of Lloyd Austin himself. The journalist Horowitz describes what happened next, quote, last May, a 20 year old infantryman who is a state guard unit, who's the son of one of the podcast listeners among thousands of others who chose not to inject what they call gene therapy, uh, had his gear confiscated. They took back his army National Guard supplies. He was suspended from the service. And then they never wrote to him again. He never heard from his unit, not even his commander, since they had obviously moved on. So this kid, having been fired, went on with his life, making immutable career changes, end quote. And then bam, he gets this letter in the mail. Months later, I'm gonna read now, some excerpts of the letter that these guardsmen are receiving. The Army memo is titled, Notification of Return to Duty Requirement for Soldiers Not Fully Vaccinated, and it reads in part, number one, I am notifying you that you are authorized to resume participation in regular drills, training, and other duties under Title 32. Number three, just highlighting, you are authorized to return to duty immediately. Number four, you are directed to return to duty no later than 20 March. Notice first he's authorized, then he's commanded. He's directed to return to duty. Uh, number six, if you fail to participate in training without an approved absence or exemption, you will be considered absent without leave and subject to UCMJ or other adverse administrative actions. Notice how quickly it escalated. First you're authorized to come back to work. Then you're commanded to come back to work. Then we're gonna punish you if you don't come back to work. Why didn't they just lead with that? <laughs> it's almost ridiculous. Uh, Horowitz, the, the commentator here for WND, quoted by Peter LaBarbera, says, quote, it is scandalous for unelected National Guard leadership to take a statute written by Congress, signed by the president, terminating the vaccine mandate, and then order those who were cast away to return against their will. And to add insult to injury, there is no back pay authorized for those who return. Just punishments, no rewards for serving your country. That's the news or thanks to worldnetdaily.com.
Having been a 20-year veteran, having been a Navy chaplain, I advocated for religious freedom. Uh, listen, it's not about the vaccine anymore. It never was. I got the vaccine. Uh, but I advocate for the religious freedom because now there's an anti-Christian purge. All of those soldiers, 16,000 we know of from the Army active duty alone, plus tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of guardsmen in, in each of the 50 states, like receiving letters like the one you just read, saying not only are you invited, but now you're commanded and now you're punished. Well, that's if they didn't get a letter of reprimand a year ago. Say they do come back to work. Is that letter of reprimand gonna be removed from their jacket? Are they ever gonna be promoted again? No. It's only the people who violate their conscience, who caved into the government pressure, that are going to be rewarded with promotion. This is paving the way for an antichrist army. What do I, what do I mean when I say that? There's gonna be a day at the end of time when the antichrist leads an army against the Christians. And who's gonna be in that army? all the people who have no conscience and have an easy time killing Christians. We're not there yet, but the Bible predicts it in Revelation 19. The Bible says, and I saw the beast, the, the Antichrist, right? The kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him, that is Jesus, who sat on the horse and against his army. Let's pray that that doesn't come in our lifetime and we're fighting to keep Christians in the service. We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12 minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. We're out of time, but I want to encourage you to visit our website. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Proverbs 11 The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters others will be watered back to himself. You know, as you sow into our ministry, PrayInJesusName.org, God is gonna reward you for your faithfulness. Please donate today. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.